Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Intuitive with Anthony Tautong. Today, our guest is Mr. Samuel Diptuol. He is a valued friend and an intellect whom I've had the honor of acquainting in the past four years of college. And today we'll be unpacking topics ranging from faith, artificial intelligence, and the universe. Enjoy. Hello, Samar. Hi, everybody. Hi, Anthony. Uh, yeah. Finally. Yeah, finally. Yep. We've been... And just a little backstory. How this whole thing started was we had this conversation out of the blue one night and just the conversation never ends. And as we were about to end it, we just decided maybe we should record this and people people might like it because we have been unpacking so many things in that sort of conversation and that's how this idea of starting this podcast was born. And yeah. just, first of all, I'd like to thank you because if, if it had not been for that inspiration, this whole thing would not have started. And you, yeah. you were doing great without me already, so don't thank <laughs> it's me. It's a pleasure. And so, well, how yeah. how's life? How, what are you doing these days? What are you up to? Eh, just a little breathing. Um, like what I'm up to, I'm just um, you can say secluded in a house with my family, as everybody else. <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah, since Indore is highly affected from COVID, so things are much strict here. So, like right now, many of the people in other towns, in other cities like metro cities or other where it's not that severe, the COVID isn't that severe, they must be enjoying. But here, the rules are still same, like no shops are open. And uh, we still have to be at home by 6 o'clock. Like we can't go out, uh, out after 6 p.m. So... Okay. Yeah, I thought like, why not do some things productive? So I started my uh, IBM exam. So there is a series of tests by IBM, all related to machine learning. So I'm highly into machine learning. So mm-hmm. anybody, yeah, if they know me, they'll know that I'm highly into machine learning. So that is going on. And then besides that, there are very much uh, like formalities for universities. So I got into University of Texas. Mm. Austin. So there are like immunizations that uh, that I have to do, and then I have to provide the transcript also. So I have to coordinate with the college, our college. So that things that things are going on, and besides that, I have two new friends, two small friends, two kittens. Oh. Yeah. So I have, I have to you. take care of them too. <laughs> yeah, so. I did that actually. <laughs> Like are they are they in that infantile state or more like they are able to somehow walk and eat on their own? Where's the in which state are they? Your two little friends. So um, they are quite comfortable with me now. So it's been one more than one week actually since okay. I've been feeding them. So they are like uh, quite comfortable. They do maintain a small bit of distance. So like yes. they're not much trustful as of now. But yeah, things will change. I okay. hope. <laughs> yeah, so that, yep. Even even out here, the news like we have been able to maintain uh, zero cases for a while, and then suddenly, when 
the domestic flight and railway when things started opening and students and people working mm-hmm. in other states then they came back to their home right now there are stem to in that range cases in manipur itself because there were yeah yeah uh, like when the, i heard that the number has been increasing yeah yep when i heard that the cases have been rising i i heard yesterday there were 82 cases near yeah. about 82 that was uh, combination of people who had recovered and people who are still there yeah okay okay mm. got it yeah so i mean i for initial i thought that maybe manipur uh, all of the northeast for that matter is uh, corona free so it's a good <laughs> news that at yeah. least one part of india is uh, like there's no effect of the virus yes. and maybe what they did we can mitigate uh, we can replicate here itself to mitigate the virus damage <laughs> okay. yeah. but, but when i heard that manipur is now again rising up due to this corona cases and i was like oh damn Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. It never seems to end. Like especially with the lockdown. Uh, these days, what I use, uh, I, I listen to a lo- uh, one fancy that I took is, uh, you know that comedian Bill Burr. Uh, yep, like, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This fantastic analogy of yeah, this lockdown. <laughs> like he said, yeah. this is like uh, waiting for your flight. in flight terminal they they tell you like it's going to be only 10 minutes late and then you wait for 10 minutes right and when it is uh-huh. out and from the cabin they say oh we are there's this delay it's going to be another 20 minutes <laughs> and then you wait for 20 minutes and then another and at the end instead of 10 minutes you end up waiting for hours and hours of you know just sitting there in the yeah. lobby and like that is exactly the point and what is it was all these people who are supposed to be experts <laughs> they give you this you know yeah. they give you this uh, deadline like for indian example yeah. they'll say you yeah. the lockdown the lockdown will extend till um, may 17 right the latest one which has been extended eventually and then they say 17 and mm-hmm. you know they'll yep. never say we'll we'll take till 17 and we might increase it they'll, they never give you like that exactly they'll up to yeah, 17 never... up to 17 and, and then out of nowhere 17 comes <laughs> so i mean uh, see if they would have told in march itself march 21st itself that it's going to be a three month yeah. of four month lockdown um people might have not agreed at all mm. because to stay in your home for four months uh, imagine like staying in your home for four months if you're thinking imagining for four months it's going to distress cause distress in a lot of people Yes. So I mean that's that's the human psychology trick that they employed. Like give them small goals. Mm. So like you have to wait for 15 uh, days at max, and after that they'll just slightly increase it again for 15 days. Mm. <laughs> so I mean, I yeah, mean, no. In a way, uh, no one. Yeah. It really, you go ahead. You. It really yeah. takes us off guard, like especially uh, in our hostel. Like when yeah. when the, not, the notice was released on March 15 for our first night uh, in Manipur, and okay, yeah, 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 yeah. when they get, when they give you people, uh, people from outside state, uh, that notification, mm-hmm. it will be only 15 days. Most of you, I'm, I'm sure you went home with the idea that oh, we're, I'm gonna go home only for two weeks, <laughs> and many of you yeah. might have left your belongings 
because you know Dude, two yeah. weeks, what to take yeah. and now it's already months and months and there some many of you might not ever come back to Manipur we don't know how things are going to be and you know exactly you, bro like in a way i understand your viewpoint like if people they started like we don't know how this is going to end the lockdown is going to extend up to december of 2020 then people will just go bonkers they'll start being protest but somehow they were able they told us the lockdown is only for two weeks and and like that they are treating us with more candy and when that two weeks pass another two weeks another two weeks <laughs> but on the other hand many people many people are not able to plan out you know their their things their exactly yeah it's it's both ways i guess yeah i mean for example migrants were the most hit yeah. persons because of the decision because it was a sudden lockdown and there was no prior notification that they're going to shut whole india down so mm. yeah, my migrants yes when hot look at least watching their stories like it's really it's really yeah. sad like for us we, we are struggling with you know we are not about uh, like for you you are you say there there's curfew public curfew after 6 pm you are not about to go out. Uh, yeah there are certain inconvenience yeah. with those but this migrant are working like not hundreds of thousands of kilometers on foot and yeah. not only that thousands of kilometers and they will be you know they they are not only walking they are also carrying their baggage their luggage and even their footwear is going to not going to be you not know, Reebok, Adidas, Nike. It's not going to be those sneakers. It's going to be the sandals and you know, when you really think about it. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's hard to fathom. You know, it's it's more than fiction. I just harsh reality is reality can be really harsh. And it's um it's it's like demonetization like just <laughs> out of nowhere they are going to just stop you the know, bills on 500 and stuff <laughs> and our, the people are i think our bets you know our bets the 2016 bets yeah they like not there's something uh, something that has been i don't know how to say that there's sort of divine you know divine inceptions in Give like <laughs> no when you look at the thing 2016 yeah. we were first year we just came to the college and we have this demonetization that just sent the whole nation to per shirt like it just went yeah. haywired and mm-hmm. we came four years and come 2020 we are about to graduate and just out of nowhere COVID started <laughs> and <laughs> we are back to square one <laughs> yeah, actually, I I was having this talk with my friend Sai. You know Sai, right? Yeah, yeah, Sai. Yeah, so he was like, every time something good is gonna happen to our batch, <laughs> something happens and it just turns about itself. <laughs> oh. It's true. I mean, everything happened with our batch itself. So yeah. <laughs> But at least. I'm glad that we are going to get a degree on time and it's not going to get delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when you when you look at from that angle, we are fortunate, you know, with with all these things we are able to somehow complete our degree, but the one that is just below us the the yeah. current third year. I don't know how yeah. 
Ada Yeah. I mean by the time they they come in fourth year at the end of their fourth year the situation is not gonna improve at all. Yeah. I mean economic wise job wise yeah it's gonna hurt them. What about you by the way what are you doing? Me this days like the uh, the holidays when it started I was mm-hmm. like uh like we thought you know I uh, I try to read mostly fiction just just for just for the sake of reading not nothing not nothing too intellectually intricate you know just mm-hmm. just trying to since I can't leave my home anymore I just try to escape into something that is <laughs> yeah got it and uh I I I also and somehow uh my friend recommended uh, one of my friend recommended uh, this book internet chess have you heard of that ah yeah yeah yep, that, yep yep yeah i was way in over my head actually like uh before internet chess the fiction that i read was like very simple very low key like you know uh, uh books like twilight all those things it is very simple you don't have to think too much you just read it mm. and when when i yeah. jump internet chess it's a thick book and you know it's so tedious in the process like i i somehow got distracted because it's so hard to like really swallow what the author is saying like that yeah, is, yeah. yeah that that book is saying you know like uh the, the book has footnotes that is like five seven pages long in one topic if only the footnotes you know, yeah there is only one topic only one word footnote one topic yeah one topic <laughs> footnote it sometimes it's like just four to five pages It then it's long bro oh uh, yeah too long it's hundreds more than hundreds of hundreds pages of only by footnote itself and that the way he like but but it, but it's really great you know david foster wallace i think he he really does an excellent job like i'm i've i've crossed the uh since i'm reading from kindle i'm somehow able to keep the percentage somewhere i'm somewhere around 55% i'm not really rushing it uh-huh. the overall expectation yep. the overall calculation was uh, around 43 hours actually <laughs> to finish the entire 50 hours uh 43 44 wow, hours bro. yeah yeah uh wow. and uh, somehow uh, in the middle i started subscribing to netflix and you know, it just it has been my world has been just netflix mostly netflix these days <laughs> just binging <laughs> um good Yeah. I mean, the passion you have for books is commendable, bro. It's really commendable. I was about to say, like, uh, your love for books, man, it's really commendable because the number of books you have read over these four years, since 2016, I mean, it's hella lot, actually. <laughs> But, yeah, it's not only about reading, you implement them in your life. So that's a really good thing, bro. That's wonderful what I find uh, so fascinating is it's just that the ability it gives you to see yourself as other people see sees you and see other people as they see themselves you know that that ability to sort of uh, empathize or put yourself into people's shoes you know mm-hmm. book, they really help you uh, movies also help you in certain ways but with I think the way 
it really it gives you it gives you the thing in raw you know the idea every idea mm-hmm. that you read like it just gives you the full raw version but in movies it it's usually you know filtered down okay to to keep the to keep the audience attention that there's this editing and all those vfx everything comes into play but with books it's like you have this freedom to express the thing in you know any way you desire you just paint with the words i think that's fascinating as pretty much like what you see is what you get with the books oh, yeah yeah i agree i mean for the messages that movie have it, it, i mean they will just be in your mind for what, one or two days and then you'll get on with your life and you'll forget about the movie but books they stay forever mm. and yep. and also the way it really you know it just it just it transforms you it's just that you explore and it just yep. transform your world you like the way you of your perspective and i think this is something as a human being uh, most of us uh, there is this thing with the psychologists called confirmational bias where once we identify mm-hmm. with certain things whether that the idea really you know faith everything uh, we humans have this tendency to only gravitate towards those things or news that actually uh, goes in alignment with what we identify with anything that opposes that we see it as you know uh that's not worried that's like for example uh if if you are uh-huh. a fanatic if you are a fanatic uh, supporter of Trump or uh Barack Obama very two polarized uh-huh. character if yep. you are if you are a fan if you are a fanatic of Trump you see everything obama says as people trying to you know agenda to control you all these things and if you are uh, a yeah. fanatic of obama Trump is not uh-huh. but an idiot oh, I'm, both of them they they have their pros and cons but this is the thing that is really rising in our culture today especially with internet uh we mm-hmm. have this news that is left leaning that is right leaning even everything is plus a viewpoint perspective and uh okay we'll just take example of the american politics and they have this left and right spectrum republican and democrats and okay. the right okay. the right their new source is the right they'll never listen to msnbc you know cnn all those things they'll only listen to fox news and the left they will listen only to msnbc cnn so mm-hmm. yeah so yep. where do we draw the where where do we go the common bridge where do we do the bridge and the left sees the right as evil the right sees the left as evil uh, yep but yep <laughs> but as a human being we need to when you read the when you read ideas of opposing view it really gives you that insight like okay they are not really that you know they are not really as bad, bad. As, I, as bad as i thought them to be you know they are also human <laughs> they they also <laughs> come from a yeah. good I may not I may not agree with their ideology but I understand why they are uh Playing why they well. identify or why yeah. they you know why they go with that ideology that ability to empathize this this are the things so I think it's always a word a challenge to go be, uh, beyond your comfort zone you know something that yeah. that affects your very foundation sometimes it's good to explore that however th- there should also be this 
uh, in such a way that you are able to stand for what you believe in. At the same time, it should not be like, I believe in this thing, so I am right. What I believe is right, what you believe is not, not like that. But every, to each their own. Simple. To each their own. Uh, exactly. To each its own. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> as you said, like we have to see both sides of the coin. Yeah, both sides of the coin. And yep. Mostly. I, I mean, it's actually funny you said to each its own because. I just, uh, a couple of weeks back, me and my mom were having those philosophy talks, you know, like where we discuss about the world and stuff and all. So me and my mom talk about a lot of things. So I told her that I have this philosophy, like to eat its own, because after a while, you can't just change people and situation. Mm. So sometimes you have to accept what other people have in their mind, or what the situation is giving to you. So sometimes you have to let it go, you know, mm. and you can't be a control freak. So that's why I have like this kind of thing, like to each its own. You mm. can't do everything and anything. Sometimes you have to be a bit patient, just mm. observe without reacting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny you said that. We, when we, I think our culture, we have sort of confused. Like many of us, we bought into that mm, that idea of if you stand up for not, uh, if you stand up for nothing, you will fall for, you will fall for everything. This idea, you know, exactly. it, it has been ingrained in us. We feel that if we believe in something, we should just stand. We should, you know, even if the world is against us, stand for that. But like what I feel is, you should stand for that. Like there's this thing, right? You can move your hand anywhere you want, but there should be limit. Like you can move your hand in all the free space, but you should mm-hmm. know. You should know if there is if there is a nose or if there is someone, you should not hit that person. Those kind of you are free to move, but you should not harm the people next to you. And exactly, yeah. I don't have any problem with standing up for your ideas. It's good stand up for ideas, but if that if that means you bit, uh, belittling the people who are not in line with what you believe, mm-hmm. uh, that is very toxic. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we have to give everybody the space too. So, and I mean, as you said, like, and that—that that is the irony here, right? So, I. Every re- every religion preaches about love and this uh, love and coexistence. But if there is one religion that will ensure all religion shares equal rights and values or equal human rights in a country, that religion will be secularism. Dude, yeah, <laughs> nice point actually. Yeah, <laughs> but right. that doesn't happen, does it? <laughs> like there's the thing, like yeah, every religion. They don't preach hate, right? They don't preach uh, go and kill your neighbor. They all preach love. But if we are going to build a community or a nation where the various religions, Muslim, Hindu, Christian, Sikh, mm-hmm. can live in a coexistence yep. harmony, it's not one particular religion. It's actually secular religion. So, yeah. And, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
to be honest i mean we know that every religion comes from a single point of origin like they speak the same like this uh, do the same action but they speak in different languages mm. i mean that's what they were meant to do actually but now now it's a different story altogether but i mean yeah if there was any religion like you said i would i would be follower of that religion for sure <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's, it's been right. going on since ages i mean since if i talk about christianity if i talk about hindu or any other since the start of the time i mean as far as we can see back in time since civilizations were there it has been going on like this itself take uh, take any civilizations after indus valley mm. if i talk about indian subcontinent take any civilization after indus valley mm. that's when things started to go bonkers everywhere so yeah i mean uh, uh, are you going to do the, make that religion <laughs> no, no i have no intention of this. I have no intention <laughs> like i need i don't have the i don't have the charisma sort of i'll just I'll, oh I'll, I'll just, I'll, that's I'll, a lie yeah I'll, that's I'll a just, big lie um I, <laughs> but you know cool, you have that charisma <laughs> it would be cool to have your own find your own and uh, yeah man yeah religion is so it's a how it has grown like there's no definite source of origin but one thing we can all agree upon is all the world religions that all the major world mm-hmm. religions uh, that that is prevailing in our current society they were all an evolved version of a previous religion you know uh, mm-hmm. we say yeah. religion like uh, the the deities of uh, in this valley civilization that's in a way that's the birthplace of hinduism we can trace back hinduism to in this valley but no, the yeah, hinduism yeah. that we know today and the hinduism of the hindus in this valley they're quite different you know yeah, how, yeah completely how, different yeah how 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 deities like shiva and uh vishnu eventually eventually they were they start off as this in the initial phase they were more like a minor deity among the pantheons and eventually mm-hmm. as it goes on they 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 became a part of the triune the trinity you know with, along with brahma ah, and yep yep that, that actually shows as a society progress and when you look at people thousands of thousands of thousands of years back when we were more like a hunter you know nomads grabbing bar ah, yep yep the uh, the deity the the deity the most important deity usually revolves around the deity who is known to be you know strong uh, hunter yep. all these things and eventually as the agriculture revolution started and uh, yeah. you know people started people going, started settling though yeah settling yeah. uh in the indus valley in this valley uh timeline uh pantheons like brahma right creator mm-hmm. yep these people yep. they start to have more emphasis that that really shows how you know religion actually evolved it's all part of evolution mm-hmm. and 
when I speak of distribution, it's not only about the ring and wear. You know? It's community yeah. and app and primates, human beings. Even idea itself, there's this uh, survival of the fittest, where it is not actually the strongest, but the one who is able to adapt. Even in idea, those are the things that actually evolve, that actually survive through, yeah. the, through the eons. Yep. Um, so I mean, see, if we if we are now we are talking about civilization, so why not go ahead and <laughs> talk about it completely? So, you know, like Indus civilization gave us many things. Like yep. it was one of the oldest civilization. It gave us a great um, idea of how to create a drainage system. So, like, mm. yep. yeah, and it was famous for its drainage system, and still. Now we can't match that level of architecture that they had mm. by itself. Yes, so yeah, now that you mentioned it, yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, so I yeah. mean, even though there were many, if we talk about technology, they didn't have as much advanced open technology as we have now. Mm. But they were still doing some things which were far, far better than what we are doing now. Mm. And like everyone, if you ask, I I think you'll agree also that we are much more civilized and we are much more, you can say, advanced as a, a human civilization as compared to back then. Mm-hmm. But if they were doing something better than us, then I guess that we still have a long way to go. Yes. Yeah. You you were saying something. I. When you when you mention about all those training, it just dawned on me. You know, we have this just this idea of like how uh, we are currently in the pinnacle of human progress. You know, we are in the most advanced scientifically and everything. I'm not I'm not arguing that. You know, we have this tech, wonderful technology, the internet, all these things that has made life so much more comfortable and easier. Mm-hmm. But when human like human history is just so intriguing in a way, like. Uh, Look yeah. at look at uh, the Egyptian civilization, for example. Seven thousand seven thousand BC, they they the, built these pyramids, pyramids of yeah. Giza. Yeah. Oh, vast! And suddenly, they forgot how to build a pyramid, right? Like thousands of years, no new pyramid, nothing. It's just so that somehow our architectural technology was mm-hmm. lost knowledge was lost in the process in the process yep and the same thing with Indus Valley civilization they are famous yep. for their drainage system but even those uh drainage system it wasn't employed by uh by the yeah. the least sultanate or the mughal you know even though they came thousands mm-hmm. of thousands of years after the uh harappan civilization so it's also, yep, yep, yeah yep. it's also interesting and we have this I mean, like, we, yeah uh, we can see this example now itself we are so advanced but we are all kept inside the home by a virus <laughs> so <laughs> so i like every civilization that was there at their mm. time for their time they were advanced enough yes uh, but then uh, take dinosaurs for example. Back then, they were the most um, advanced <laughs> civilizations. Back then, yeah, most advanced species. Mm. But then, like uh, history repeats itself. 
right so they got extinct then indus valley civilization got extinct babylonian take any civilization roman yeah, yeah. empire yeah so that's why you know sometimes i wonder what's the point of creating all these governments all these um, boundaries then racing against for power and stuff <laughs> we are going to be all dust anyway well i i say at the end of the day you know that is the common common that is our destination you know whether you are bill gates or whether you are that uh, migrant worker walking thousands of kilometers at the end of the mm-hmm. day we'll all die even then even if you yep. make the greatest impact even if you are the person who you know a brilliant scientist who somehow came up with the vaccine for covid-19 eventually after mm-hmm. you people will uh, people will give you accolade people will credit you you'll be famous for a few for a few uh years for a few moments and then you'll eventually die and you know you just go to oblivion oblivion and and people say no and when when i give this argument people you know some people will say no people don't people still read about alexander the great people still read about cleopatra people still read about julius oh, caesar example yep. yeah people still yep. read about einstein you have to like if you look things from a very skeptical point of view somehow you have to ask are they actually reading about Julius Caesar or is that just an idea of Caesar that has been you know just written down to the ages yep, yep. that has been modified is there actually Caesar or is that just an idea an idea and person are totally different so i i think if all these things you know uh, people especially like as a uh, uh, motivational people who are into this motivational business and culture so mm-hmm. they they have yeah. this tendency to talk about legacy and all this things. but when, you, uh, really, yeah. when yeah. you really think about it legacy is nothing but that lies we tell ourselves you know, to somehow convince ourselves we are somehow important in this our existence but i think you know there's this sense of peace and there's beauty once you realize you don't have to don't have to worry about your legacy you don't have to you know forget about mm. what people yeah. think forget about how uh, being famous just living one day at a time you know waking up just exactly. being, doing your own thing spending uh, time spending time with people just think that that is i think that is the best two way of living <laughs> anthony yeah if you remember i mean uh, sorry to cut you but if you remember we talked about carpe diem yeah 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 so yeah, that, i mean yeah like when you were, we were talking about that i was just minded of the carpe diem like living your life to the fullest take one step at a time yeah. and that's actually what you are doing anyway and that's actually really good because yeah. what happens is when we live in this world or when we live like this mm-hmm. uh, especially in this day and age uh you tend to get told that you know you always see your time to be hustling now you should be working on your dream you should do this you should do that yep, but at yep. what point like just because someone is saying hustle hustle so what's the point of hustling what's the point of like there is this thing argument like the celebrity that you admire right the celebrity mm-hmm. that you ad- yep. what is the celebrity that you admire is actually a chronic drunk or chronic alcoholic yeah. and uh and the person who just did better than you in the in work 
right? He's actually mm-hmm. is actually yeah. cheated by his wife at home. So who who has mm. it better, you or him? Like, we tend to like we just are so we are just so absorbed in our culture. And I've also I've also been you know a part of that. Like I thought I was hustling, okay. but you know, it, it was almost like I was like uh-huh. hustle, but there was no progress. It was just running in circle, running in circle. But you were never satisfied. You were never happy with what you actually have. You are. But mm-hmm. you know, somehow yeah. when you try to take a step back, and some people they hustle their whole life, and they I, at the end they they become suicidal. Like you said, existential crisis when you say, "Okay, I'm working so hard, but what what is it for? All for nothing." You know, when and I spend my whole year, I spend my whole life just trying to build this dream. But what about what about the memories? What about you know? What about exactly? What about the people that matter who whom I cut off in life because of this trying to maintain this? These all are stuff that matters actually. like the memories and the actual thing that matters in a person's life mm, like when we get old you know and maybe we have a family around maybe we don't have a family around but in either case the only thing that remains with us are memories yeah and to be honest like it's a human nature like when they have time when they have energy you know they'll go around chasing stuff which they think matters <laughs> but in a long run doesn't so we to be honest human psychology is really complex don't you agree mm, yeah, yeah it's very it's really complex and that's why everything that we are saying now it is not that it is not it is not that this is true this is just some of the experience that we have felt and there are going to be tons and tons of people who are going to have the mm-hmm. opposing view and that's cool you know that's cool even us uh we might have this view today but we don't know what view we will have 6 months after you know one year after we might be completely different viewpoints so i exactly i like whatever viewpoint i have i don't i don't think it's wise to be so be really like vocal and you know start saying This mm-hmm. is the formula. Everything is just focus. Everything is just focus. Uh, wh- when you do that, here education is very important because when people when people are not educated and when there's this charismatic preacher or speaker uh, who mm-hmm. is able yeah. to convince people, you know, fake data or fake science, all those things, they become a cult. And cult once you once you're a part of a cult, like. Oh man, I've been reading about this uh this cult culture that I that has been actually going on in the United States. People like Jim Jones. Okay. And you know, the I, way yeah. yeah, the way they the way mm. they manipulate the people. Exactly. Yeah. It's just crazy. And if people were educated enough, they would not have, they would not have fallen for that trap. But mm, yeah. That again, this is society, you know, we can't we can't speak for everyone else but one thing is we we can try to educate ourselves as the best and do yeah. i mean yeah the a recent example is when trump was running for presidency mm. so 
I mean, there was a general anger in American public that they are not getting enough jobs, and Indians and Chinese are coming mm. and taking the jobs. So, uh, mainly uh, uh, the anger was mainly directed towards us and China. So, mm. so Trump uh, he knew that there is anger in public. So he was like, "I'll build a wall. I'll." Uh, he banned some Muslim countries to enter inside USA. Then he cut jobs of Indian people, and now the H one visa is really limited. So yeah, and even as you said, like you know, the manipulation and stuff, it happened during nine eleven a lot. Mm. And I, I hope it's safe to discuss though, <laughs> because we, uh, you never know who is listening. But but. another story but yeah that's the, happened a lot even in india it happens a lot actually i mean i'm yeah. not a pro modi supporter or not pro congress supporter but yeah yeah there this is why the whole thing you know when um, many of my friends <laughs> this is crazy like when uh when the caa and nrc bill started uh mm-hmm. back yeah. in the Like in the yeah, initial phase of the year, uh, many of my friends' social media was filled with people protesting against it. You know, just like being vocal and everything. But to me, I was never vocal about it. not not because I love Modi or you know I'm a staunch supporter of Modi or just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I look at all these people. Uh, many of them they have never read a single newspaper in their life. They spend their whole day you know Instagram all these things. And then you know mm, the yeah. stories WhatsApp. They are like uh, they become this political expert out of out of <laughs> they just share this uh, share they share a report from uh, Queen on all these things. You know, and I think this is again we we come to human psychology when things happen. We just try to we have this fear of missing out for more, right? And exactly even, yeah. even person even though they don't understand what is the egg about, you know what 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 the egg entails. With social media, it's very dangerous because I find that movement highly politicized. With mm, people like Ravi yep. Tharoor, Rahul Gandhi on one side, just you know, uh, kindling, just putting fuel to the fire, and on the other hand, people like Modi and Amit Shah. Uh, ah, yeah. Uh, they are like, and I just thought to myself, like, how much of impact do I have in this? Thing? You know, like, <laughs> am I going to start a political <laughs> revolution? Uh, on social media, like that—that's the same nonsense. Or suppose if I am against CA, uh, CAA, and NRC, like by being mm-hmm. so vocal on social media, yep. what is the what is the percentage impact that will that 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 you know that action has on the outcome? And just the calculation was just zero point zero 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 zero. You can just say exactly. ten to the power minus thirty two chances. You know, it's just impossible and. And that's why I, that was that's why I was never vocal about it. And like COVID started, and people, you know, people that's where the hypocrisy comes in. And when that started, you know, there were so many people who were like, uh, "I'd rather, I'd rather sacrifice myself. I'd rather, you know, just I'd rather die than 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 you yeah. know than my Muslim brothers being homeless. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. For you know, they leave me homeless, take away my home, like. Why should why should the Muslim why should only the Muslims suffer? There are so many people, pretentious people, and 
COVID started and where are they now? They are just locked up in their home, probably playing <laughs> playing pub yeah, here, you know. Just, I find it so pretentious, that's why I never got into the hype too. <laughs> that thing was crazy, man. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, uh, yeah. And the riot, just out of the blues, the riot started. Dude, that, mm. man, the timing was so convenient. And <laughs> con- talking convenient for them, actually, because starting a riot in this situation is really easy. Yeah. People are already disturbed. They are already fearful of what's going to happen next. And... I mean, if you are in the forest and you're going to ignite a fire, what do you expect to happen? I guess that's what it is. So let's let's try to move on from the socio-political issues because some people are definitely <laughs> going to get triggered from all these conversations. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, well, just, uh, <laughs> yep, let's just to on. clarify, we are, we are just too... We are just two random people, right? We are not you just take our opinion as a grain of salt. That's what we are asking. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's you... move on. Yeah. So, try to tell us more about machine learning. I, I'm curious about it. what, what it really means. What, how it is going to. Hello. Influence. Yeah. Uh, hello. 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 Uh, your voice is breaking up a little. Can you hear me? Uh, yep. Okay. Now it's fine. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Yep. Good. Yeah. So you were saying? Tell us, the people who are actually listening, illuminate, uh, enlighten us more on machine learning. Like what? Sure thing. We'd love to know that. Sure thing, man. So um, okay. The introduction. I always give introduction like this. So we all know, we have all been listening to this thing since our childhood that God created universe and God created humanity, right? Mm. So like we all believe that, like there is some form of high energy that did created us and that just runs this universe. Mm. So it's uh, machine learning is similar to that analogy, you know, like we, you can say that we created machine learning or we are creating some algorithms which are thinking just as humans do. Mm. So machine learning is nothing but just a smart algorithm that takes what is given to it, it processes and then thinks, like what I'm going to do with this information. It's useful for prediction or it's useful for just developing an algorithm that thinks like a human. Like if I'm in this state, in which state should I go next? Yeah, so that's machine learning in a nutshell. So, so yeah, yeah. Hey, go ahead. But like, what is the implication here? You know, like with machine learning, is it mm-hmm. is it the main force that is driving artificial intelligence, or is it just a part? You know, you know, you know my question, like. Uh, the progress of artificial so when you speak about artificial intelligence the the un, uh, the driving force underneath is it is it solely driven by machine learning the concept behind artificial intelligence or are there more uh, you, things that something you mean my driving force 
No, when, uh, yeah, art, by art, artificial intelligence, I mean, like with with progress in machine okay. learning, like machine learning, uh, according to what you said, like, correct me if I'm wrong, machine learning is more about uh, giving this algorithm to the computer, yeah, it's more, where, where yeah, the computer, where the machine is able to learn things by itself, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. With human beings, yeah. with human beings, suppose if I want to become a professional football player, I have to put in ten thousand hours of training to become, you know, before I become Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. With humans, ten thousand hours. Without that, I'll never be that level. But with machine learning, we are we are doing that exact same process, but we are just sorting the time. What it takes human ten thousand hours, the machine is actually taking maybe ten exactly. hours, five yeah. hours, uh, and it's actually doing that with much uh, much less data than a human is required. So, I mean, if you think about a small child, you know, mm. so a small child, he sees uh, a lot of things and then he associates those actions that the adults around him do or her do. And then he associates some labels to it. Okay, so if my mom is telling or calling something like food, right? So it's my feeding time. So he associates the sound of food with the actual eating action. Mm. So, but a child learns really slow. Like it takes a lot of years for him to develop and be sociable. But with machine learning, it doesn't need that much amount of data. So, I mean, if you're learning math, you will need a lot of, you'll mug it up or you'll need a lot of data to actually perform simple calculations. But with machine learning, We'll just give them a simple data set and it will process the data set and it will automatically start performing actions on unseen data, which mm -hmm. it has never seen before. So, so mm -hmm. yep. Like, yep. Just, just this question that forward, like, can, like, well, how, so there's this possibility of us living in the future <laughs> with Terminator. With, like if it goes beyond our control, like where the machine is able to learn so fast that it exceeds our our very like it it exceeds the boundary that we set for, and somehow it is about to go beyond the boundary and it starts learning. Uh, you're talking oh. about Skynet. Yeah, Skynet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that's that's a possibility, but still, it's a distant future. It's not near. Again, like when we. we with computer, we can't say distance future, you know, like, because when you look at the progress, like where, especially more slow, mm -hmm. uh, this, like, the, the, our phone has more computer capability than the, than the computers that actually sent Apollo 13 to moon. Or Apollo see, 11 um, to moon. And, yep, it's, yep. just, like, that, that is so bonkers. It's only, 50 years gap, but the <laughs> progress in technology, like the yep. computer that sent Neil Armstrong to the moon, a, com a computer with more capability, with more computer power is actually in my pocket. And the gap yep, is not 1,000 yep. years, but it's only hardly 50 years to 60 years. And yep. what's the what does the next 50 years hold for us? And the technology of the Technological progress between nineteen ninety and two thousand. When you compare that to two thousand to two thousand ten, 
like it's just so different yep, again. Yep, yep. And ten to twenty things are much more advanced. So twenty to thirty, if we are if if we don't all die from this COVID nineteen and all these things, I don't know what 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 you propose. It's exciting, but also at the same time, it's quite what Elon Musk says about artificial intelligence, I don't disagree at all. Mm. Actually, I mean, but what I meant about this uh, from uh, distant future is like you can say there is still ten to fifteen years, give or take mm. a few, that the machine is able to operate on its own without any human assistance at all. Mm. So right now, the stage of machine learning is like there is still a lot of uh, groundwork that we have to do, we as like the humans have to do. Mm-hmm. So either we have to give the data set, we have to prepare the model. So uh, I mean, you must be aware about those phase. Facebook was uh, doing some research, mm-hmm. and yeah. then uh, two algorithms or two you can say robots they started talking in a different language mm-hmm. that they weren't humans weren't able to understand. So, uh, yeah, that stuff is scary, for sure. <laughs> for the Skynet kind of thing to happen, I guess it will, we still have a 10 to 15 years to go at least. And minimum. even now, not only Skynet, but when everything is based on video and audio, right? Mm, yeah. We have this yeah, new yeah. technology that, that, right, that started in the past four or five years, deep fake. And you know, right, deepfake, I'm sure you know. Uh, yep. Yeah, deepfake, yep, where, yep. where they are able to manipulate the face. And also deepfake, there's this visual and there's this audio. <laughs> the audio one, like, yeah. uh, it's just, yeah. Uh, I, I, I came across a sample in YouTube where they were doing a deepfake audio of Joe Rogan. You know Joe Rogan? Yep, yep, yep. And then, yeah. like, it was put on, like, uh, that. There was this, there was this, Joe Rogan was like, this, this is the tape audio of myself and prove that I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you tongue, I'm gonna say every tongue twister without, you know, any break. And like, he just straight on started narrating yep, all the man. young tongue twister without no hiccup. And it just, and while at the same time, he sounds exactly like Joe Rogan, you know, the way he sounds, not only the voice, but the tonality, it's just crazy. Yeah. And like, how how much more advanced is this technology going to be in the next few years? And especially in this day and age, where all the all the leaders have a nuclear arsenal at their fingertips. Ooh, that that's scary. Crazy. To think, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, in the next few years, you're gonna see. I mean, I'll say I'll take example next five years itself. Next five years is gonna be a really big um, step up for machine learning or artificial intelligence because there there is so much thing going on. So you know that we have successfully created human clones in two thousand itself, right? But then it was somewhere banned because it's not ethical. But now what? Uh, this this is a really yeah you can say underground news that. Now what they're doing is they're trying to replicate a human emotion. Okay. And it has been going on since 1980. This thing has been going on since 1980s. 
that they are trying to replicate human emotions in machines so i mean uh, for sure everybody knows that uh, emotion is a big part of what makes us human right but machine mm-hmm. doesn't have those things. but then something happened and what ended up was that the robot actually killed two or three guys not killed actually but they were gravely injured so i don't know whether they died or not uh-huh. but they were gravely injured two or three people were gravely injured so yeah so for next five years you can see emotions coming in picture because it's already at a stage where it's ready to deploy but it's just that uh, we are not ready for it to be honest uh, uh robots walking along us performing talking like we do so we are not ready for it even sofia you know yeah, yeah. garnered some negative reaction so we are not ready for that and then sofia is only you can say a small step of where we are going so you can expect in next 5 to 6 uh, 7 years a much more advanced version of sofia ready to be deployed japan already has those uh, i mean japan is an old country right mm. the mean population is really old mm. so japan has already deployed various type kinds of robot in restaurants and home care department in financial sector so that stuff is going to happen all over the world in next 5 to 7 years crazy so uh, what that's crazy so uh, so that one thing will be the ma- most major thing that is going to impact us as a human civilization so the you the us is to realize that it's not actually the mexican that is taking their job or the chinese or the indian it's going to be the robots and yeah yeah and this one i think when we when we speak of i mean uh yeah the thing which is a deep fix right so deep fix itself is a really you can say good technology i mean mm-hmm. to completely mimic the facial expression i mean just imagine trump sounding like trump but saying different things what he actually did yeah, in yeah, his yeah. speech right mm-hmm. and that too with the same kind of expression that trump will in his real life yeah so that stuff is scary because it can create a lot of misinformation cause it's actually that i said where we can't separate you know deep fakes from original videos um mm-hmm. so yeah i mean as as we discussed right there are two sides of any coin mm-hmm. so yeah but for sure the next 5 to 10 years is going to be really really um you can say blissful but as well as filled with tension for human mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what it is we have to we can't stop a progress because yeah. we are we if we want progress we should also be able to cope with all the casualty you know try to exactly i mean change doesn't always happen for good right uh, there's also always that period of adjustment and yep 
and what makes us human. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, I'm still wondering how they gave citizenship to Sophia. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah, because um, this the world itself. I don't know. Everything is just madness. Like after sometimes, I don't know. We this uh the modern for this postmodern culture. We are so obsessed with with feeling like compared to the modern culture. That is, mm-hmm. go, if you try to go back to the 20th century and the 19th century, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, those, uh, especially in the Western culture, those were an era where, oh, how how should I say? There was this absolute absoluteness. Uh, the uh, uh, yeah, got the it, got the it, Christian yeah. culture was prevalent, and there was this absoluteness mm-hmm, of yeah. left uh, of right and wrong, right? God uh, yeah, and yeah. no God. And somehow, somehow, nineteen fifties, uh, when this post whole postmodern revolution kick started, uh, it's just this idea that you know life itself has no meaning. You are gonna die. The, yeah. the universe has no meaning. God has no meaning, and people yeah. are able to do things. And and in this culture, yes, there was many more freedom of expression and all these things. But on the downside, we have this over over emphasisness on you know if if it feels right it must be right this idea and exactly yeah yeah and that and yeah i see i'm i stand like i don't i don't have any any issues regarding uh lgbt right gay bisexual like i stand for those people i stand for like you I mean, if you love someone, you you should have the freedom to marry that person. But however, yeah, with this yeah. uh, transgenderism ideology, like there's where this idea that if if you are a girl and if you feel like a boy, you are a boy. You know, this, this is the thing that is actually prevailing in our culture today. And I just don't understand now. We have this uh, why. <laughs> Gender people are people are identifying as I'm not male, I'm not female, I'm X, you know, I'm uh, cisgenders. Uh, all this, all this, I find it so nonsensical. Like, I think <laughs> there's no problem with like if you are the reason why we have this uh, male and female is so that like the biology, the anatomy is different, right? One has this exactly, yeah. body, one has this body. It's not about feeling; it's about uh, your biology. And like I understand with the idea, like I stand for the idea that uh, if you are a girl, your hair should be long, you, you should do that. And if you are a boy, you know, you should be masculine. Okay. That is, uh, if that one, I'll agree with you. That is not, that is not a very good society. We should live in a culture where a girl is allowed to, you know, uh, cut her hair short, do what, do what, exactly. or a, uh, or a boy or a male, if if he really wants to wear a frock, where he is, you know, where he, where he is given the freedom to wear what he wants, so long as like there's no harm done. But you know, exactly. this idea that uh, I was not born a male, but because I was born with a penis, my parents said I was male. Like so many people, <laughs> I just don't get that. I, I just don't get what they want, you know. 
what they want. And the, and this uh, this thing is so. Uh, and Vladimir Putin, I think he said it so well. Like uh, he he's fairly orthodox in terms of his view, the Russian yeah. president. And like he in one of his talk, he said the Western. He was mostly talking about this. Our friends, the U.S. They're liberal. They will devour themselves in their own in their own liberal ideology, and I think that exactly, that, that is yeah. actually going to happen uh, with most of it the yeah. countries who are proud liberals. Like, there's no lib liberalism in itself. is all about uh, individuality, you know, being free, and that is a very good ideology. But if it says my feeling is the most important thing in this world, I don't care about the rules. I don't care about all these things that is going on in the world. Like if I if I was born with a penis, but if I feel like a girl, if I feel feminine, I'm actually a girl. But exactly, the, yeah. The the funny thing is the same. Like <laughs> there was this argument, like LGBTQ, right? Uh, yeah, and I and the same people, the same yeah. people, the same people who are advocate of this, uh, of these people, yeah. like say, uh, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not bashing. I also understand how they're suffering. I actually advocate for them, but when these people, the same these people who are advocating for these people, they say there there are hundreds of genders. There is no, there are not two genders. So exactly, if there is if there is ten genders, what is the point of bisexuality? But exactly. They say, but there's this B in there yeah. in their anagram. It's crazy. Like <laughs> I think this is the thing that actually happens when I'm, I mean I'm. I'm it's great that, like back in sixties, all this uh, gay pride started, right? The gay uh -huh. people yeah, they were yeah. they were given this platform to to be who they are, and yep. I think from uh, straight straight people from a straight, it's again like I said the the thing about you know exploring things through art they give you this set of lens where you are able to see the world from their, those perspective, and at first even exactly. like yeah. it was very hard for me to really understand gay people like some people say it was a mental illness but again when you i try to like do some reverse psychology like the way i'm attracted to this girl right yeah yep. suppose if the same feeling was extended to the same sex like how would things be you know and who am i to judge exactly and that's how the whole argument just shifted in my mind like since then like i've uh, I mean, I'm I'm, uh -huh. I'm yeah. always quite advocate of those culture, but this idea that there are more than you, know, you can be any gender that you identify yourself. If you identify yourself as uh, uh, whatever terms that you can think of, you that Thanks. if it feels right, I should agree with you. And that's why when it comes to political spectrum, I think I'm I'm quite it's just interesting, like. Well, I also have this side where I'm, where I'm in agreement with people who are actually on the left on many issues, ah, huh. and also on yep, yep. many issues which I'm actually on the people people who are actually on the right, like people like Ben Shapiro, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. and and in this culture, people are like, if you are liberal, if you are progressive, Ben Shapiro, without even listening to what he actually says, they he should be your uh, he he is the monster, but actually, when you listen to it, yes, there are. I don't agree with everything he says, but I I also think he is a very intellectual person, 
who who is well sought out, who has all these facts, right? Most of the facts. Yeah. Uh, and I we mean, don't have to agree hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But and, on the other hand, yeah, if uh, we can even relate to one person to what he's saying, then yeah. Yeah. Okay, then it's been it's been quite quite a talk actually. <laughs> almost <laughs> almost one hour. So yeah. oh, we can we can always arrange another one, right? Sure thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime we're in. To be honest, there's a lot to talk about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That black hole, that stuff is left. Yeah, uh, black hole is the interesting stuff. Black hole. But if yeah. we start talking about, if we go, if we go down that rabbit hole, then this will. Be bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's a black hole singularity simulation. You know, so many things on that. Even though, Dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. Just to touch on that topic, I just saw Interstellar again. Mm. And uh, you know, we recently got the first picture of black hole. So I was just thinking, you know, like in that picture they were referring to a higher power who were living in five dimensions. And then when the actor Matthew McCarthy he gets into the black hole, they the higher power creates a three D stuff in their own five D. I was thinking like, wait, what? I can relate to it now more than I could way back <laughs> then when I saw it first yeah. time. Yeah, we'll we'll get because, back. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, okay. I'll stop. I know I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds very interesting. Yeah. We'll get back to it. But one thing is, I find this. Uh, I just uh, one argument like the same the same people who who uh-huh. who are very vocal about science who says uh, religion is based on faith, science is based on facts. They, oh, man, but yeah. the same people, <laughs> the same the same people are willing to believe on some you know, on a theory that is so convoluted. Exactly. And that exactly, is just man. that is just beyond proof. Like, how do you prove multiverse exists, right? Or how do you prove? Yep. How do you prove like by go, jumping through black hole, you won't turn into a spaghetti, but you somehow just end up in fifth dimension or you know whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> even black hole itself. Uh, most of the physics, uh, most of the people, they'll say. Like respected physicists like Mr. Kaku, they'll just tell you like if you mm-hmm. go near it, yep, yep. the the gravitational pull between your head and the uh, and your leg between the leg, yeah, that yeah. will be in not not simply different but infinitely different that you just turn into spaghetti. Exactly. And, yeah. On the other hand, <laughs> and on the other yeah. hand, we have these people who says, I think people simply con- sometimes people have this confusion between a wormhole and a black hole. Oh. Okay, so I mean it's really easy to explain. Yeah. Wormhole is like wormhole. What it does is it bends the space and time around it in yeah. such a way, so that for example, you want to go to Andromeda Galaxy, mm-hmm. right? We are living in, let's say, five thousand twenty-two, and uh, now we I want to go to Andromeda Galaxy. So what wormhole does? It just creates a short tunnel. Okay, so at the end of the tunnel is Andromeda, and at at the other end is Andromeda, and at the my end is Milky Way. So it's a sh- shortcut tunnel, you can say. And what black hole does is black hole is something which is a singularity, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can say it has a point dimension or single dimension and infinite mass. Mm. So in black hole, you're not gonna emerge anywhere. You'll just be stuck inside the black hole. 
So for an observer that is outside the black hole, for example, Anthony, I'm going to send you to black hole, okay? <laughs> so if you should, if yeah, you're sure. going towards the center of um, the black I'm hole, I'm willing to, in the name of science, <laughs> whatever it takes. So man, yeah. Man. So you are our explorer then, mm. <laughs> bravest explorer. <laughs> so, so if Anthony, you are going into the black hole, right? So yeah. if I'm observing it from the Earth, for me, you're not going, like you're never going to get inside the center of the black hole. Yeah. So for me, you are, you will be always visible outside the event horizon, as we call mm. it. Yeah, yeah. Event horizon is the radius from where nothing escapes. Mm. So you'll always be there at the event horizon for me. Mm. But in your frame, you're, you'll always be approaching the center of the black hole. Mm. Like, you'll be inside the black hole, but you'll never be able to approach the center. Mm. And you'll be just stretched thin in a single dimension. Yeah. And so that's the difference. I don't know, like when physicists, when physicists try to explain the concept of wormhole and black hole, they mm -hmm. mostly they draw their argument from the Einstein universe, where space is actually a fa where space is actually a fabric based on time. Yeah. And yep, yep. when something is heavy, they actually draw this form this curvature in the fabric. And exactly. the thing that we call gravity is nothing but illusion. The art is not actually circling around the sun, but it's actually going in straight line. But since the space and time is curved by sun's gravity. It is actually curved. So many things like that. But like I, um, yeah, 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 their argument is drawn from yeah. like the, the example they'll say is like they'll take a fabric and they'll try to put in a heavy ball and then the curvature will be formed. Exactly. Uh, ah, yeah, but you know, exactly. but what like the universe? You're trying to explain the universe. The universe doesn't actually have a fabric. Like it, it's all space. And like you are using a two-dimensional object, like that in analogy-wise, it makes sense, but it's mm -hmm. really practical. Like, like just try to like the universe is all fit-based, <laughs> and then you are trying to represent the universe in a single layer. And ah, like okay. when you try to think of that, like wormhole itself, it just doesn't make sense. Like, how do you bend space? You can bend paper, you can bend a cloth, but how do you bend nothing? Like if you bend nothing, oh. how does things work? Uh, this is a, a question that pops up every time I look at an uh, illustration. Uh, Anthony, uh, yeah. there is a lot of stuff we don't know actually. Uh, yeah, take like, for example, dark matter. Like, yeah, yeah. We actually don't know how dark matter interacts with the space and time. Mm. It could be what you just said represents dark matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it can be that. <laughs> but uh, Oh, yeah, I mean, if we imagine space and time or the universe in a single layer, then everything changes actually. Yeah. Space is no more that fabric you were talking about. Mm. It's, uh, and you can say it's just the paper, mm. right? It's just paper thin. And then everything is single dimensional or two dimensional in that sense. Mm. Because paper is actually two dimensional, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's hella confusing to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a, but, 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, see, there's so much stuff we can talk about mm. in space, uh, space about space and time. Mm. And see, this topic is only bounded by the imagination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is one topic where science fiction authors they have this degree of freedom unlike anything else where they are able to explore you know all their creativity i mean when you think when you talk about space like it's magic like the possibilities from theoretical and just imaginative imaginative perspective it's just you know when you yep. wormhole black holes the the you might say actually the physicists say black hole is this wormhole is this but has the physicists actually see a black hole or a wormhole you know it's just based on equation yeah, we might oh, also yeah. be right. Like there, uh, there can be two or three right answers because when it, when we are speaking about uh, quantum mechanics, quantum mechanics is all mm -hmm. about the Heisenberg yep, yep, uncertainty. Yep. Coordinates get happen. Exactly. We just still see that there's nothing absolute in this world. Everything exactly, is just yeah. something can be both right and wrong at the same time. Something can be both dead and alive at the same time. Those are the things. Those are the things that we're actually dealing with and. We are common, our feeble human mind can't comprehend the concept. Even as we are talking about this concept, but just try to imagine, like, how can you be both sleeping and awake at the same time? Or how can you be both dead and alive at the same time? It's just impossible to fathom, but we are just accepting it on the on the basis of faith. I think this is all, you can just say faith in the scientific theories. Like, faith is not, yeah, you will say it is based on equation and all these things, but at the end of the day, it's just we have never experimented. It's just what the scientist says, and we respect their authority. Exactly. So, I mean, there are two things which science would, at least in near future, wouldn't be able to explain: the faith and love. Mm. These two feelings that we feel are so powerful that it even transcends time. You know. Yeah. So, for example, if you're my really good friend, right? So, mm. if you are stuck in a planet that is near about 12 billion light years, mm. it, the distance between Earth and that planet is 12 billion light years. But still, what I'll be able to feel, you'll be able to feel in that instant itself. It's not like, you know, my feeling, it will take some time to travel 12 billion years and then you'll be able to receive that feeling, you know. Mm. Like but, love, you know, like if I'm here and somebody is far apart, right? Mm. But they can't, we both will be able to feel that love mm. at the same instant time. Mm. Right. So these two feelings transcend time itself. Mm. We as a human being can't because we are bounded by time, but these feelings are not. And now that you mention it, it's like, the whole thing with quantum entanglement and the reason ah, yeah. why, the reason why yeah. some scientists believe quantum entanglement might be our way to travel faster than light because they they have this ah. experiment like where billions of light years away and if the quarks well we have this oh man we're not physicists but we are just <laughs> <laughs> from some random YouTube videos and some Stephen Hawking's journals books and all that we are we read we are just trying to make sense of what we actually know <laughs> and like they uh yeah. if if a quark source up 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 spin that up spin and down spin. yeah yeah the yeah. 
its complementary forks will be in downspin, even though they are not connected in any way. Yeah. yeah. And this is uh, I I recently I I came across a podcast. Like I was listening to Zoro and podcast with this uh, physicist Lawrence Cross. You know him? Uh, no, I have never heard of him. Lawrence Cross is a physicist, and what he said was, when in 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 science, when we say nothing can travel faster than light, we actually lie to you. There's one thing that can okay. travel faster than light, and that is space itself. That is like yeah. space, okay. like space can space can you know defy the rule because the acceleration after the Big Bang, we don't know how. Right, like right now, uh, when we look at the cosmic uh, cosmic wave background, we are mm -hmm. able to trace yeah. back our origin to thirteen point eight billion years. But suppose yeah. if there is a light source that is thirteen point eight, that is suppose uh sixteen billion light years away from us, we will mm -hmm. never yeah. see that because the light will never reach us because exactly. we are moving away from the from the light source more than the speed of light itself. So if you exactly. look at that, exactly. the space itself is That's moving more than the Bit of like it's all interesting. It's just man, it's it is, going. Yeah. It's just and I I feel I, 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 like if in our modern education, like I wish we, when we were younger, we were given this opportunity where we can marvel about all these wonders, like in science itself, so, uh, the wonder of science and all you know what's actually going on. Instead of like you should clear this test, like you know, uh, chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean those are those things are important for the basic understanding, but also at the same time, while we are so obsessed with exactly. uh, with this marks, yeah. we sort of we sort of forget that oh, wonderness. Yeah, that it's completely waste of human potential. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah. Now that you mention it, I mean, just imagine a child in a seventh, eighth class reading about this. And developing curiosity <laughs> that I want to explore this thing further. Yeah. I want to see what happens mm. when it happens. Mm. I mean, that's the kind of thing you want a child to question, right? Yeah. Why say things like this only mm. and not like that? Mm. Yeah. Because science is curiosity. Yes. If you have that curiosity, you'll be able to find answers. And right now, I guess you'll agree that. The current education it just kills that curiosity. I just it's just like the current education is it just kills the curiosity or it is only good if you want to be I don't know if you it just trains you to be a good clerk. Machine, I guess. Yeah. yeah, like you know someone who is in the office putting things in Excel sheet, writing that if you if it makes you it makes <laughs> yeah. you a good it makes you a good tool, but like you know you. Know, when you look at these great people, great minds from the past, Einstein, yeah. Newton, like the way they think, I think this is where biography is so fascinating. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> last time you said don't recommend biographies, but I think with biography, it's not about like when you read biography of uh, let's say Steve Jobs or Elon Musk, we all know they are human. The biography is not hundred percent accurate representation of what they actually went through. But the thing mm, is, it, yep, yep. it actually gives you a big idea of how, how they, they you know, how they see the world. Uh, yep. Like for Elon Musk, like when he, the, how much he devoured books by the time by the by by the time he was nine, he pretty much read all the 
uh, volume of Britannica encyclopedias, you know, those kind of things. And you realize that they are very smart and you respect their hard work, not because they are, you know, they are divinely blessed or they are sacred. It's just that there are also people like you who just put in more effort, who are, who are much more smarter. And I think when you realize that you, there are much more, there are much more, uh, there are much more mar, there are much more marvelous than this idea. Like all these great people in the past, uh, they are actually, you know, uh, they they were born, they were born different. They were blessed with divine intuition. Instead mm-hmm. of that, yep, yep, yep. And this is something like uh, I was reading this uh, philosophical letters from Seneca, letters from Stoic, and he said, when you, uh-huh. uh huh, like in in Greek mythology, people like Hercules, who is half divine, half human. Ah, yep, yep, yep. Thirteen, mm-hmm. how many labors? Thirteen labors, I think. The labor thirteen labors. Yeah, uh, thirteen labors. Yeah. He went through thirteen labors all with great effort. Yep, yep. He is more, he deserves more accolade. Like he is more, he's stronger than the all-powerful God, Jews, because Jews, exactly. Jews for his wisdom and for his might, he, he has his divine blessings to thank for. But Hercules, he has his hard work to thank for. That's why exactly yeah. Hercules is, Hercules yeah. is uh, mightier than Jews. And yep. As, yep. A, as a Christian, this question, like someone went, this I someone asked questions like, uh, who who is a greater genius, Isaac Newton or Jesus Christ? You know, when you look at that, like from uh, because from a Christian perspective, you are uh-huh. supposed to uh, you are supposed to believe that Christ is actually God Himself. Mm-hmm. And from that argument, if you try to say, if you say Christ is Christ is the greater genius, why? Because he was born with a privilege. You know, he was God Himself. But on the other hand, like who is a greater genius? Like I still yeah. don't have. The, I, I'm sorry, but I still don't have the answer. <laughs> like I mean, Newton, Newton, like Newton, uh, he discovered calculus. You know, he formed the equation. He discovered gravity, all before he turned. Yeah. 20, all before he turned 27. All this. Exactly. He revolutionized modern science. He was, and he was not even 30. So. I mean, the story we have heard about Newton, right? Yeah. Why does the apple only fall down? Mm. I mean, if you think about it, it's so logical. That's mm. so logical question. I mean, back then gravity did exist even before Newton discovered it. Mm. So why did it took 15 years? Or I could say, <laughs> not 15 years, I guess. Uh, just a minute. Yeah, human civilization exists way back from 7000 BC. Mm. Around approximately that time. So why did it take so much of years just to discover gravity? Mm. Right. We, I mean, uh, to be honest, yeah, there is proof that ancient civilization did new, way more than we do now. But mm. somewhere along there, the uh, the wisdom got lost, the yeah. knowledge got lost. Mm. But yeah, it took hell lot of years and. Nobody asked the question that you can do. Like, why does the apple fall down only? And I think so, with, with Newton, what is so fascinating is he. it's not only about the apple, but like the apple fell down from the tree. And could the same force be responsible for keeping the moon in space? 
Like exactly, yeah. He was able to go beyond that, and he was able to prove the how the the revolution of moon, and then he he came up he he put forth the gravitational equation, right? The product mm-hmm. of mass yep, yep. inverse to yep. distance square. Uh, and I just like how are these people thinking? And forget Newton, and Newton is great. And also in chemistry, we have Avogadro, uh, Avogadro, right? Yep, yep, yep. How did yeah. he come up with that mole number? <laughs> uh, <laughs> how did he come up with that mole constant? Like these people, these people, uh, you know, they single-handedly defined our life. To be honest, they changed what humanity used to be. I mean, just imagine. If Newton didn't have discovered gravity, mm. okay, what could have been different? Uh, we would they were still, positive. Yeah, they were positive. So I was no world we war would one. Still be, would no world war. Yeah, we would still be stuck in the 15th century. Yeah. Yeah, we would still be fighting with swords, and maybe we might we might have guns. Gunpowder was already in, <laughs> <laughs> in development. We might have guns and all that. But we will never have satellites. We will never have rockets. So yeah, without the information that we have today, we are pretty much still stuck in that iron iron age. Dude, so, I yeah. mean, yeah, that's one. I mean, technology is evil. It's good. Just like, I mean, we would have we wouldn't have World War One. We wouldn't have World War Two, right? Countless lives mm. must have been saved. If there was no gravity discovery, mm. but then again, you know, World War One. I, I still believe that World War One and World War Two gave us so many inventions, you know, so yeah, yeah. many technological advancements, and that too in a really less space of time. Mm. Germans they were racing against the US. US was racing, uh, racing against both UK and Germany. UK was also racing ahead the Italy and Germany. For technological advancement, mm. and now you know, like one of my favorite philosophers, Leonardo da Vinci. Mm. So when he painted Vitruvian Man, mm. you know, the church opposed him because he painted a picture of naked man, mm. and the whole ideology was in contrast with what church used to teach back then. Mm. So uh, there's a line he said, like. Uh, it goes. I'm not saying it word to word, mm, but sure. the summary of that line was like, "I don't understand what becomes of society mm. if people like me, if people like um, the great philosophers like Nietzsche, you know, mm-hmm. or uh, Plato, mm. if we all cease to vanish, I wonder what will become of society." Mm. So. I mean, these revolution, uh, revolutionizing people, they need to exist, you know, whether yeah. it's good or bad. Sure. Otherwise, as you said, you know, we'll be stuck forever mm-hmm. in that same period. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess that's it then. Or... Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we will, there's always another time to... <laughs> Yeah, we can always go on. And, and 
Yeah. Honestly, before this ends, I should really appreciate your patience, man. I mean, we were about to do this way back. Oh, yeah. And then we got stuck. No, okay. Actually, like, I got stuck. Not but, only you, even I. Like, after the first, after the first installment. Like, I just got COVID. Like, you know, I, I had this uh, YouTube thing going on. And then the reason why I, why I had to stop. Mm-hmm, yeah. I feel, I feel like my privacy was at stake. And at the same time. Like I just didn't have the, I just didn't have the tendency or the urge, uh, or the urge to keep on doing this forever, right? And I, I knew that. I, uh, hey, I, okay, I've, 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 I've done my part. I've, I've somehow you know learned a lot of things through the process, and I think it's time for me to move on. And then when, but with this uh, podcast, I think what's so fascinating is it's all about the conversation that you share with people, and uh, all at yeah, the same yeah. time it's just audio and. There's this great liberty, yeah. No ha- no, not much of a hassle. And but, yeah, exactly. But on the other hand, after that first thing, first thing, and with you, it it was kind of complicated because we just had a conversation like four days back, right? Uh-huh. And so you just had like an hour long conversation for our four days back, and what more are you gonna have a conversation in that? You know, <laughs> how, how, how yeah. much more things can happen? And yeah, then exactly. eventually things caught up with all the uh, college exam and college things. And But anyway, we are able to do it now. And it has been great. It has been an enlightening mm-hmm. conversation. I don't know about others, it's but good, yeah. for both of us, it has Definitely. been a great one. I mean, whenever we talk, it's always fruitful, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. So, okay, before we end, yep. any, any mm-hmm, yeah from your side because anything you want to share as an end note. Uh, yeah. Actually I want to say a lot, but I'll keep it concise. Yeah, just keep it concise. So, cool. Yeah. So the message that I want to spread is that even as we see what's happening before us, right? This pandemic is happening, virus is happening. Okay. The only uh, you can say the only wish that I have for everybody is like don't be distressed. Okay. It's going to end sooner or later, that's for sure. Okay, when, that's the question. And we are still trying to find, like, the vaccine is in development and all. But, uh, okay, I'll digress, but, yeah. So, yeah, so don't panic, okay, and don't have any negative thoughts. This is a difficult time, and depression is on, like, it's running apart, rampant. So don't be depressed, okay? And just make use of this time to make something productive, to do what you weren't able to do before. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah, that's my message to everybody. And, yeah, just be a, just start reading up some scientific uh, stuff if you are, yeah. <laughs> if you are free, hmm. then, because it's a good way to, uh, you know, make your brain active and to just ponder, just to imagine of what, where we are going, what is going to happen uh, as, as a civilization. Mm. So yeah, start reading scientific journals. When you mention scientific, but I think many people are intimidated by it because they feel it's very hard to understand. But if you actually read it, like uh, Stephen Hawking's brief history yeah, of science, it's it's, it's very not. it's very simple. Like it's just like any other book. So you just have exactly. To read. Yeah, yeah, and uh, sometimes people have this tendency like why why do i bother reading all these you know uh scientific books or philosophical texts i'm not a philosopher yeah, i just yeah. want to leave that and my question is like 
see just because just because i uh you kick football like you can kick football for to make yourself fit to make your body uh to make to look after your health but just because you exactly. just because you you kick football doesn't mean your your aim is to become the next CR7 you know it's just yeah. a laser yep, yep. the same thing with this like it really improves the mind it really improves the way you think and what more do you need you know you don't have to be the next uh, Socrates or you don't have to be the, the next Nietzsche you just be yourself exactly and yeah that's it okay thank you very much yep. and thank you my friend <laughs> it was fun yeah it was really fun very productive and until next time uh, this is until next time yeah us adios amigo adios <laughs>